We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it is December 13th. It's 2018 still, for a few more weeks. We are here to talk about Week 15 NFL. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Doing great. It's another week. Uh, ready, to, ready to get going. And, uh, you know, I know we kind of kicked some things around, you know, before the pod. And, uh, but I think we'll we'll get some more nuggets in during the pod. Think I'm, I think I'm settled in, even though before the pod I was I was kind of struggling with two or three quarterbacks, but I think I know who my main quarterback's going to be this week. And as we get through the pod, I'm I'm excited about this one. Do your homework. We've done our homework. Let's help some people make some money. Well, I'm excited too. I'm kind of I'm kind of sad. We have three more slates, like yep. three more good slates. We're going to play the playoffs, but three more good slates of football. Um, which kind of, it's just, it's sad, man. It feels like it was just yesterday. Like, but, um, I'm definitely excited for this slate because the Rams, the chiefs, the saints, not on this slate. We're not playing the main slate with these teams. Like 
there's no automatic anything this week. Like you can't just plug in Patrick Mahomes. You can't just plug in Todd Gurley. You do your research this week, like you said. You do your homework this week. Um, I think you will be successful if you do your homework this week. So I've been watching a lot of film this week. I spent. I was up until um, seven o'clock in the morning on Tuesday or Monday, uh, Tuesday morning, um, because I watched. I watched so much football on Monday night. Um, you know, just trying to get ahead this week because I felt right when I looked at the slate, I was like. You have to do your research this week, and you have to get ahead. You have to pay attention to standings. You have to pay attention to who's playing for something, which coaches might lose their job, all that kind of stuff. So very important week. You guys haven't checked out our sponsor. It is the last week, last chance to qualify for the Fantasy Draft $500,000 NFL Championship. It's next week, week 16. Last chance to qualify is a 777 777 lucky sevens uh buy in this week so it's a little pricey play some nba win some money in nba get you a seat in the 777 it's the last week to try to qualify um you know first place we'll get a ticket second and third we'll get a thousand bucks uh there's only 19 people so you only have to be 18 people you can only enter one time last chance to get in uh so if you haven't checked out fantasy draft check them out they have a bunch of other stuff, too. Uh, they don't just have that, but that is their big marquee tournament of the year. Last chance to get in. Uh, so make sure you guys are giving them some love over there. Well, we're going to jump right in. There's so much to talk about this week. There's so many games to get through. We don't want to be here for five hours because um, I feel like we could be on this plate. So let's quick thoughts on the Chargers and Chiefs. Uh, what are we looking at here? 53.5 total. Kansas City favored by 3.5. This game means a lot for as far as the playoffs go. Um you know, the Chargers win this game. They're tied with the Chiefs and the AFC West. And, you know, obviously that makes a huge difference. If the Chiefs win, I think they're locked in um, to the AFC West. And um, I think they're locked in to home field throughout the playoffs if they win this game as well. So um, what are we looking at here on the Chargers? Man, uh, Keenan Allen, Phillip Rivers, uh, I, I just – on a showdown slate, if you could fit in those two guys on this slate, uh, I think you try to fit them in, um, you know, and, and of course with guys on the other side, but uh, we've got Eckler out. Looks like Gordon's questionable still. Uh, so I, I think you just take the safety of Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen and, and go from there with this team. Yeah, Gordon big is the big question mark. Um, if he sits, you're playing Justin Jackson. It's a one-game slate. There's no reason not to play Justin Jackson against Kansas City. They allow the second-most yards per carry um, this season. Um, love Keenan Allen. I think Rivers is definitely in play. Um, I think you want to look at the kicker. This is not a defense game. You want kickers um, to save you some money and maybe some of these cheap wide receivers, but Mike Williams is always a home run guy. Um, you know, he's always a guy that can score touchdowns and he scores them in bunches too. Like he, he has some double, you know, double dongs this season as far as touchdowns. Uh, as far as the Chiefs go, Tyree Kill is going to play, but Spencer Ware is not going to play. Um, this is where, like, if you're playing a one game slate, like, you have to play Damian Williams, right? Yeah, I think you do. Uh, instant salary relief. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think if, if you're playing showdown on this one, you take the big guys, Mahomes, Rivers, Keenan Allen, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams. You can run it back with Justin Jackson. Like, 
I, I just think that's the way to go on this one. And then, you know, find one or two guys to differentiate, but no reason to not play those guys. They're going to put up points. Yeah, you, you mentioned instant salary relief on Damian Williams. I think Damian Williams is going to be the chalk captain um, for what it's worth. Like, he is 6K. <laughs> he's going to get the touches. Like, not only is he going to get the running touches, but they like using him in the passing game too. So where where he, where he's priced at 4K, and if you play him in the captain spot, he's 6K, I feel like he's going to be the chalk captain. And, like, I, I'm saying that because I'm probably going to play him too in the captain spot. You know, you can fit in Mahomes. You can fit in Rivers. You can fit in Keenan Allen. Like, you can fit in Travis Kelsey. You can fit in Jackson. You can do whatever you want if you put him in your captain spot. So, um, you know, obviously that's something that I'm looking at. Um, outside of that, you know, the Chiefs defense has been a lot better at home than on the road. Um, but I, I still think this is going to be a high scoring game. It's a division game. It's a big division game. Like this is a big game for both teams. Um, obviously I think both these teams are pretty safe to make the playoffs for what it's worth. Um, but I, I think that, I think that obviously you want home field. So like if the chargers win this game and the chiefs slip up in the next two weeks, like, Chargers have a chance to have home field throughout the playoffs, and guess what? You know, everybody wants that. And like, the Chargers play the Ravens next week, so like, they kind of they kind of control their own destiny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, they just better make sure they they win these last few games, or at least you know two out of the three or something, uh, to make sure they're they're, they're good to go. And uh, for for the rest of the playoffs, they still might be able to squeeze one one uh, game of home field advantage, even if they don't. You know, if you even if they aren't get able to get it the whole way throughout. Um. All right. So we have a two game Saturday slate. Let's talk about yes. this slate. Houston um, at New York taking on the Jets. Forty one and a half total. Houston favored by six. What do you like here for the Houston Texans? Oh man, just give me give me Deshaun. Give me Lamar Miller. Give me DeAndre. Uh, Demarius Thomas is starting to pick up some production here. Don't mind him as well. Um, I think I think on a Saturday slate. Um, I think those are just guys that I, that I would play. Uh, I know that, you know, Demarius isn't, he's not, he's not crushing the upside, but I just think on this slate, you just, you just have to consider him. So, uh, that, that's kind of what I'm going to do. And, uh, you know, Watson, Miller, Hopkins for sure. And, um, you know, a sprinkle of, of Demarius, uh, if Kiki's back and healthy, then, you know, Maybe you play him, but he's just man. It's, he's been close to playing. They've, they they're keeping. They're starting to rule him out. Seems like every week. So, but those four guys would be, be the main guys I look at. Um, uh, you know, I I agree. I think Lamar Miller is interesting for the two game slate. Um, you know, you kind of you kind of get a little bit of safety when it comes to running backs on the two game slate. Like I like Chubb. Um, I like Barkley. I like or not Barkley. I like Lindsey. Um, yeah. Chubb and Lindsay in the next game. I don't really like any of the Jets running backs. You can't really trust any of those guys. But, you know, I, I think Miller maybe, you know, potentially using those guys with Miller is something that I'll look at to try to just get the safety of three running backs in my lineup. So, um, yeah, you better play him. Lamar Miller is the king of destroying a nine main slate. Right. <laughs> you, you better play him. <laughs> and he's getting the carries and he's running the ball pretty well. Um, yeah. you know, it, it's more of like, the matchup the DVOA is really solid here you know the Jets allow 
the third most or fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So I agree with everything you had to say on the wide receivers. You know, Hopkins, your main option, but DT is really cheap. Uh, Kiki, if he comes back, is an option. Um, the Jets, I, I can't get excited about anything when it comes to the Jets, man. I really can. I talked about potentially playing Robbie Anderson last week. I wish I would have actually taken a shot because he didn't have a bad game. Um, you know, he ended up having four catches for 76 and a touchdown. Um, and I think he had a touchdown called back. I could be wrong. I haven't rewatched this one yet, but I'm almost positive he had a touchdown called back. Yeah, um, I didn't watch that game either. Um, I just wasn't as interested in that one this week. Uh, but anyway, Stinkfest. Yeah, you can tell everybody yeah. that's fine. <laughs> but I'm not worried, man. I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna play some Houston defense. Um, I know they're on the road, but uh, I think they can get the job done here. Uh, so that, that's just kind of where I'm at. I hated our fan duel that I can't play four Texans in their defense. I'm going to have to drop somebody. So obviously it's probably going to end up being DT. Um, but uh, I, I'm definitely going to have a fair amount of the Houston defense on this Saturday slate for sure. He didn't have it called back. It was a, he couldn't get both feet down. That's what it was. Um, but I think Robbie Anderson, the only guy from the Jets that I think I'll end up playing on the slate, and I agree with you on the Houston defense part. Like Houston finally lost the game last week. They're going to come out. Um, they win this game. I'm pretty sure they win the division. Um, I could be wrong. I, I think um, – anyway, I, I got to get caught up on my playoff standings, but I think if they win, they're in um, regardless. So, anyway, um, Cleveland at Denver – 45 total Denver favored by three Baker Mayfield is becoming one of my favorite players in the NBA or NFL. Um, I, I just, I, I love watching this guy play football. He's so fun to just watch play football. Like we love Patrick Mahomes and watching Patrick Mahomes play. I'm not comparing the two because they're very different quarterbacks, but watching Baker Mayfield play is fun. And this new coach or this new offensive coordinator is opening up the playbook. Like, they're running these plays for Landry, like, inside handoffs. And, like, we saw we saw last week that, like, this team is really good. They just need some offensive linemen, and this team's going to be stout. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like you said, I, I think that's one of the most important statements of the week. They're opening up the playbook, you know, trying to – give Landry multiple opportunities to touch the ball. I mean, that's what you do, you know, when you're a football team, you get creative, you try to get your best players at each position, the ball in, in optimal situations. And, uh, you know, I, I think the way they're, they're trying to do that is just by, you know, different schemes, different sets and, and get, getting those guys the ball in different ways. So yeah, really fun team right now. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I love these guys. I mean, on this slate, you, I feel like you got to take shots on the guys in good spots. Everybody's going to be chalky, but you can always find someone like, you know, Antonio Callaway is still not going to be very high on a, on a, a two-game slate. Uh, Tim Patrick, Deshaun Hamilton may get some ownership, but a lot of these guys aren't going to be as high on. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of the way to go there. Um, you know, they're on the road. I think they'll be a lot lower owned than, than maybe they should be. Um, Njoku will probably be a lot lower on, and I, I think he's pretty much the best tight end on the slate, so maybe he won't be, but uh, I think that's kind of the way to go there. Obviously, all the Nick Chubb, uh, he, he should get 20-plus touches again in this game. 
Yeah, and like, you know, we talked about Denver losing Harris last week. Um, I don't think he'll be back this week for what it's worth from what I was reading earlier today. So um, I, I don't know how severe the injury was. I just – but anyway, um, like that was a huge hit to this defense. Did you watch the game last week? Like um, no issues throwing the ball last week against Denver. No, n- n- none whatsoever. I mean – what an awful game. I mean, good God, man. I, I, anyway, I, I don't even want to talk about it. It, it was just awful. It was. Uh, you don't, it, it was, was just awful. awful. As a Dolphins fan, I liked it, but it was awful. <laughs> yeah, the Miami Miracle was great. That was probably one of the best plays of the week. But well, they never games. Like, that's fine. They can, um, but, yeah, that defense, like, that defense struggled last week. I, I think, like – I think this is a really interesting spot, um, you know, for Cleveland offense, like Chubb, Landry, Callaway, Mayfield, Najoku, like all these guys in play for me on this two-game slate. Yeah, for sure. And what makes this even more frustrating uh, is because Denver's defense was so bad against San Francisco, like you you almost have to consider this Cleveland team on the road. I really don't want to play a bunch of Cleveland guys on this slate, but God, I mean, when San Francisco has George Kittle going over 200 yards, I mean, what? Good Jesus. That's, that was just awful. Just awful. That's all I can say about it. Yeah. Chris Harris broke his leg. Um, yeah. The official note for the rest of the regular season. So like this defense losing one of their best corners, if not their best corner, um, as far as the Denver side, Assuming Cortland Sutton's good to go, right? right? Like, you know, he is, he's, what do you, what do you got for Denver, Will? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I like Sutton. Uh, I think he should be fine. Um, I think well. I think a lot of people are probably going to look at Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, he got nine targets last week. If this defense plays as bad as they did in, in San Francisco, uh, then they're going to have to spread the ball around and try to win. I do think my favorite Bronco is Philip Lindsay, though. Uh, I just think you know this is a this could be a spot for for some upside from him. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to have any Case Keenum on this slate. I think on this slate. I'm probably just going to go all in on Deshaun Watson. So a lot of these quarterbacks I won't look at. But Case Keenum especially, I won't have any. So, like, the interesting thing here is both these teams are not out of the playoffs yet. You know, both these teams have something to play for. Like, Cleveland's not out yet. Like, Cleveland still has a date with uh, Baltimore. Like, it, you know, they play – they like, if Cleveland wins this game, they play Cincinnati next week. Oh, buddy, Baker Fayfield next week. <laughs> oh, a couple days before Christmas, Baker's going to be making Stevie's bankroll um, bigger and bigger. But, anyway, <laughs> but, yeah, they play they play Baltimore in week 17. So, like, they're not out of it. As crazy as that sounds, the Cleveland Browns are not out of the playoff picture yet. Obviously, they need a lot to happen as far as, like, the Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, but they're not out yet. So, um, all right, let's see. Let's get on to the main slate here. We'll start with Tennessee at New York, taking on the Giants. 44 total. Uh, Giants favored by three. What do we like here for Tennessee? Uh, just 
give, give me Corey Davis. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, I don't want to play Mariota. I'm not chasing Derrick Henry, although he did uh, help my season long last week. Uh, I, I just I, this this is an uninteresting team for me in this spot. Uh, but Corey Davis is a guy I'm just going to be willing to play. Um, you know, he's going to continue to get targets, uh, and we know that he can have an upside game. So uh, I think I'm just going to play him here or, you know, sprinkle him in my, my bill. But that's about it. Nothing nothing crazy. It's not, a, it's not really a game that I – or like a, a side of the game that I love. Um, you know, you yeah. kind of talked about it. It's just there's nothing like – incredible here uh definitely not you know playing playing our boy derrick henry um if he does it again <laughs> i'll lose the money again um but yeah i like Corey davis um um junior smith got hurt right i think he's out um yeah. he got put on the ir um they they have that's gonna put time here probably really cheap across the industry so um yeah, it's all up on on you. But what do, what do you got here for the Giants? It, it, it's Barkley. We expect Beckham back. Um, it's really like Barkley has to be one of the top options on the slate, right? Oh God! Like we'll we'll get into the rest of these games, and you'll see why. There's probably legitimately, you know, three or four high end running backs that you may want to look at. Um, I'm, I'm really high on someone I don't want to be high on this week, but I just think I have to be high on them. Uh, but but I think Barkley's the big, the big spin. Uh, he's going to get the volume. He's just got big playability. I mean, the guy just – I mean, he put up 20 – what, well, 32 fantasy points or whatever it was and played three quarters of football, really more like two and a half quarters. So – I. I think you just play Barkley here. Um, Odell coming off injury. Like, this is a spot I, I like for Odell. And it's really not because of the matchup. It's more because he's coming off of an injury. And I'm not sure how much ownership he's going to get this week because maybe they're scared he's hurt. So I'm just going to take a shot on him and play him. Yeah, I don't mind it. You know, NFC's wide open as far as the playoffs go. There's, you know, obviously the Cowboys are leading this division, but there's so many teams with six wins right now. Um, that like the, 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 the giants at five and eight are not out of the playoffs yet, which is crazy. Like that, the NFL product this season has been fun to watch, but like some of these records on some of these teams are, are just crazy. Like, like realistically, the Packers aren't out yet. The Bucks are not out yet. Carolina has kind of like let everybody back into the playoff race in the NFC, um, because they just, oh, they can't win football games right now. They've lost five straight games. So. Uh, as, as a Carolina fan, I know you know that. Uh, moving on, Packers and Bears, 44 and a half total. Chicago favored by six. I just got done saying, like, everything's open in the NFC. Uh, everybody has a chance at this point. The Packers aren't officially eliminated yet. They have to go out and win this game. Because of that, like, do you play some Packers here? Or is this Bears defense just that legit that we're not touching Packers here? Uh, well, a bit... Give me a flow chart. Are the Bears are the Bears at home? Yes. Uh, don't play the offense against them. Uh, I, I think that's the approach I'm going to take. Maybe it's the wrong approach, but I'm just going to side with the eye test. I've seen the Bears play at home, I think, two or three times this season. And each time outside of 
I think, yeah, no, that time was ugly too. When Fitz Magic was Chicago, it was ugly. Um, so I, I just think I'm going to pass on the Packers. And I, I love Aaron Rodgers, the great Aaron Rodgers, but I, I'm just going to save myself the heartache. You know, I like to play Devontae Adams in weird spots, but this one, I, I just, I can't. So I'm, I'm going to fade this offense. So, Will, that was my initial thoughts. But the more I looked at this slate and the more I think about it, the more I think that this game shoots out. I think Trubisky puts up points in this game, and Aaron Rodgers is too good um, not to put up points in this game. He threw three touchdowns against Chicago in week one. Uh, Mac crushed him in that game, and he was still able to throw three touchdowns. So, like, Rodgers is going to put up You're numbers right. here. Um, right. The more I think about this game, I think 44.5 is too low. I think this game goes over, and – this is probably going to be one of the spots that it's a, it's a slate where I could take some shots and I'm going to take a shot here. I think this game shoots out. I really like Rogers Adams combo. I really like running it back with Tariq Cohen and maybe Allen Robinson, maybe playing Trubisky with Devonte Adams. I'm not going to play Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams here. I don't like the running game. Chicago run defense is legit. I, I, I will respect that, but They've only allowed three rushing touchdowns this season. It's so nuts. Anyway, um, I respect the talent of Aaron Rodgers. I know that offensive line hasn't been great, but I think Devontae Adams puts up numbers in this game. And for me, the more I look at this slate, the more I think this game is a really sneaky shootout game. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 can, I can get down with that. Uh, maybe, I mean, like I said, we're going into Thursday, so maybe – Maybe I'll maybe I'll change my tune. I still think I'm going to fade it though. Uh, I, you know, th- this slate is a little tricky, but I, I do think there are some spots we can attack. I think I think I'm still going to fade them for now, but we'll see. Right there, there are some good spots in the slate. Don't get me wrong, but we have games like the Redskins and the Jaguars. Like we have Arizona and Atlanta coming up. We have Detroit and Buffalo. Like. You know, oh, there are some like I don't know, man. The Packers and Bears, both teams needing to win this game. Like this game's gonna be awesome. Yeah, awesome. it should be. All right. Bears side, I kind of already, you know, highlighted the guys that I like. I like Cohen, I like Trubitsky, I like Robinson. Uh I think Miller and Gabriel are flyers in tournaments, and I don't mind Trey Burton. Uh, I didn't mean to sum up everything, but Trubitsky's the guy, like my initial thoughts was I, I think I might end up playing him in cash. Yeah, uh, you, you know I like Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, you know, first game back last week, uh, <clears throat> didn't have to do much. Threw a fair amount of interceptions. Ball was uh, kind of sailing on him there, and so uh, you know, he, but he didn't have to do much. The defense played really well. Really low scoring game. Uh, it could be low scoring here, but uh, I will have some Trubisky mixed in. He's not my favorite quarterback this week as of right now. But but I'm for sure gonna have a man. I'm just you know I'm not fading Trubisky anymore this year as long as he's taking the field in a plus matchup. Uh, obviously Tariq Cohen, I, I like him. Uh, I mean he's got just as much upside as really any stud running back on the slate with the way they use him. And then like you said, Robinson, Gabriel Miller, uh, Trey Burton. I mean they're they're all in play. You know I think if you're multi entering, you know you sprinkle them all in with Trubisky and you know, hope to, to, to catch the right one. All right, Lions and Bills, 40 total. Buffalo fair by two and a half. Um, 
man, the Lions have been awful. Like they have been awful um, recently. Like you know, Stafford's dealing with a little bit of injury. Buffalo's allowing the least fan- least amount of fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, second least amount to wide receivers. They struggle a little bit with running backs, but at this point, I just like. I don't see them bringing back Johnson unless he is a absolute hundred percent. Like there is no reason this team stinks. It doesn't sound like Bruce Ellington's going to play this week. Um, what do you like, if anything, here for Detroit? Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Same, same scenario. Um, I'm not playing any any lines. This team's been bad, uh, man. Just just terrible. So I'm not playing any lines. Just not doing it. Yeah, like theoretic would be the only thing that I feel even okay with, but that's just because you know they they one thing that the the giant or the one thing the Bills have struggled with is pass catching running backs. They're in the bottom half of the league uh, against pass catching running backs, but um, you know, as far as Buffalo goes, if we're not expecting Detroit to score a lot here, I like the Buffalo defense. Um, I, I think they're definitely in play and. You know, we talked about Josh Allen a little bit last week, but anybody that's going to run the ball for 99 yards, three straight games, we have to kind of consider, like, where did this, all this running come from out of Josh Allen? Well, you know, the, the thing about it is it's scrambling. So, you know, he's not out there with design runs like, hey, Josh, you know, go win us the game on quarterback draws and, zone, you know, zone read and, and all that, RPOs. He's not doing any of that stuff. The pocket's getting away from him. You know, he's looking at one or two reads and they're not open. And he's getting outside and he's taking off. I mean, if you look at it, 13 rushing attempts, 99 yards, nine rushing attempts, 135, nine, 101. I mean, basically, you know, he's ripping off chunk plays probably with when defensive backs turn their back to him on man-to-man coverage. So uh, if he's going to be doing this every week and, 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 you know, even if he only gets 80 yards rushing, I mean, if he throws for a reasonable amount of yards, I don't think I'd push him past 250. But, I mean, if he throws for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and rushes for 80 yards, well, really, you kind of got 250 yards and three touchdowns. So, uh, I mean, I think he right now he's almost safe. And I hate to say that about Josh Allen, but he, he's almost safe and, uh, I think you probably maybe just play him naked uh, because you don't know which one of these receivers is going to get it. Jay Jones got nine targets last week and just couldn't get going. Uh, so maybe you go back to the well on him. He's a guy I had a little bit of. Uh, Robert Foster last week, you know, he had uh, eight targets for seven receptions, 104 yards. So that, that was really good. Maybe you, maybe you look at those guys and try to pair them, but that's about it. I'm not going too deep down the depth chart here. Allen, a little bit of Zay, a little bit of Robert Foster, uh, and I think that's that's where we go. Any interest in Murphy um, or Ivory if um, if we get news that LaShawn McCoy doesn't pass concussion protocol? Uh, maybe. I mean, I think Ivory's cheap enough at 3600 but I, I don't want to go crazy. I think what makes me decide to play Ivory is just, you know, just relative to the slate, thinking back to Thanksgiving and knowing that Ivory could run it, run in for two touchdowns if they get really close, and you know, uh, so so maybe maybe I sprinkle a little bit of Ivory, but definitely not a cash game play for me whatsoever. 
Yeah, and the interesting thing about like what you were talking about with Josh Allen is one of the best adjusted sack rate, uh, you know, for any defense on the slate is the Lions. Like the Bills' offensive line has been really struggling. The Lions have a really high adjusted sack rate here, uh, so they're going to put pressure on Allen. So the scrambles are going to be there. So don't definitely don't mind him. I agree with you though. I play him naked. Um, we got the Bucks. We got the Ravens. Forty-six and a half total here. Baltimore favored by seven and a half. Um, coming off of a very good game against Kansas City. Um, what do we like here for the Bucks going into Baltimore? Gosh, man, I just feel like I feel like every team. I'm just scratching them off this week. It's really weird. I guess I guess a lot of my lineups are going to come from some of the later games, but I, I don't really want to play any Bucks this week. Uh, you know. Mike Evans, the Mike Evans experiment. I mean, gosh, he's cheap this week at sixty seven hundred. That that is incredibly cheap. Uh, so it makes me want to play him. It really does. But I, I just don't think I want to in this spot. So I mean, Jameis Winston is not Patrick Mahomes. Tampa Bay is on the road. Uh, I'm just going to avoid these guys. Not touching them. Is everybody going to fade? Godwin here after last week. I mean, he's forty nine hundred. Um, maybe they will. I mean, I, I do think that's fairly cheap for him. Um, I mean, I think he he had ten targets. He's had one catch for thirteen yards. Like, so I mean, obviously he's still fine. Yeah, I I have a little interest in Godwin and Evans. Um, you know, obviously I'm gonna probably end up running 150 lineups in probably the $9 tournament. And I'll, I'll sprinkle in some Evans and Godwin just because I'm going to play like Lamar Jackson and I'll run some Lamar Jackson back with Godwin or Evans, um, hoping that they're down and we'll have to be throwing. But it, it's just more of a volume thing. Like Godwin's going to get a bunch of targets. Evans is going to get a bunch of targets. Um, Adam Humphreys will run a lot of his routes in the slot. Brandon Carr's a good slot receiver or corner. So, um and then as far as the Ravens go, like, I really like Lamar Jackson here. Um, I know I've said it uh, kind of a little bit in passing, and we talked about it a little bit before the show, but, yeah, they're they're confident in this guy, man. They're, hey, he's our starter. Um, got banged up a little bit at the end of the game um, against Kansas City and didn't get to play the last couple plays, but it sounds like he's going to be good to go. And he threw two touchdowns last week, and those were good passes, so – um, this, this, he's only a runner thing is, is not true. But, you know, he gives you the floor of rushing, but the dude can throw the football too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think he can. And, uh, he's going to have to throw it for them to, to win consistently. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I, I think you got to like Lamar Jackson. I've, I've been targeting quarterbacks against Tampa Bay the past three weeks it hasn't worked out like I've wanted it to. And, uh, I mean, I, I, Breeze had an okay game last week, but just overall. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think Lamar Jackson is definitely the quarterback I'm going to look at this week. Uh, I think one of the guys that I'm looking at on the Ravens, uh, you know, is Kenneth Dixon really going to get this expansion of touches that, that they're suspecting? Um, I think if you think they're going to, I think you better play him this week at 3,500 against Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a spot where he could go off. Um, I just I do want to get a little bit more of a pulse of, on that the rest of this week. But but I think that's a, that's going to be a big hot button for me as the week goes on. How much work is Kenneth Dixon really going to get? Um, 
because, like I said, if he's going to get to work in this in this game where it's going to be a, a primarily run-heavy attack, then, then I think I'm going to have to look at him, um, you know, for 3500 on DK. That's, that's just incredibly cheap uh, if he's going to get, you know, 15 touches. Uh, I think that's too cheap. Um, like John Brown again, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that Jackson and Brown can get going down the field uh, as the weeks come on. And so I, he's just a guy I just don't want to miss on. Yeah, and to go to the running back, I feel like at the beginning of the season we had Collins and Buck Allen, and I feel like we have Edwards playing the Collins role and Dixon playing the Buck Allen role. Uh, and that's what I feel like this offense has come to. Um I, I still think Gus Edwards is the better play, but I think Kenneth Dixon has upside at his price, like you were saying. So I'll take shots on both, but it's hard not to like either one of these guys against Tampa. They just continue to allow 100 yards on the ground per game. Uh, so um, don't mind John Brown. Don't mind Crabtree. Uh, look at their prices. They're facing Tampa. Uh, you know, at, at some point you just play guys because they have upside at their price, and both those guys have upside at their price. So. Um, certainly don't mind, you know, taking shots on those guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with you hundred percent Arizona at Atlanta, 44 total Atlanta favored by nine in this game. One of my favorite running backs on the slate, David Johnson. It's a pass catching running back against Atlanta. Is he going to get the work? Is he going to be healthy? Um, we're waiting to see, but for some reason, he didn't practice on Wednesday. It sounds like they just wanted him to be good to go this weekend and, I think if he gets 20 touches in this game, he's going to have a monster game. Yeah, I think this is a spot we kind of talked about earlier this week, uh, you know, just, just kind of talking amongst ourselves. But for sure, I mean, I think David Johnson is a guy we want to look at, man. 7,100 in this spot. Uh, he's probably the only guy that I, that I want to look at from Arizona. Um, I thought about a little bit of Larry Fitzgerald at 4,700. Uh just don't don't think I'm going to go there, um, but but David Johnson, I, I think he's a primary target for me uh, on this slate. Uh, you know, for what it's worth, Larry Fitzgerald did get nine targets last week again, but I you know until the quarterback play picks up, I think I'm just going to fade this passing game. But David Johnson, n- number one play on the Cardinals for me. Yeah, and like so, it's week fifteen. It's week fifteen. It's Larry Fitzgerald. It's week 15. We're getting later in the season. It's week 15. Um, David Johnson, really the only guy. And if he sits, like Chase Edmonds becomes one of the top options on the entire slate. But I I really don't think it's um, anything crazy when it comes to the injury that David Johnson mispracticed for. Yeah, yeah, me either. Um, The Falcon side of things, like <sighs> – you know, this is such an interesting spot because there's a really, 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 really good chance Patrick Peterson shadows Julio Jones. Atlanta, they just need to get their feet under them after what a disappointing season it's been for them. They've lost five straight games. They're four and nine. They were four and five. They weren't really out of the playoff, and they've just been awful. Um, you know... I think this is a spot if you're Atlanta, you you need to get your stuff going and you just need to start looking forward to next year. They're not getting the first pick in the draft. They don't need to lose games because of that. Um, I think Sanu and Calvin Ridley 
and Austin Hooper are really interesting here because I think that Patrick Peterson, not saying he shuts down Julio, but he stops Julio enough to open up things for Ridley and Sanu. Yeah, for sure. Um, that, that's kind of the approach I'm taking. You you know my affection for Julio and fantasy. And uh, at 8,400, is it worth it this week to play him? I still think it's worth it to play him. It, it is a, it is going to be a tough spot for him, though, here. Um, so I, I do think Sanu and Ridley provide great value, especially with Matt Ryan at home. The ball should be flying around. Austin Hooper, like you talked about as well. Um, you know, Matt Ryan, I think, is in consideration for me for one of my one of my top quarterbacks. I've got a guy we're going to get to that's my favorite quarterback in a second. Uh, but but yeah, I think these secondary receivers from Atlanta, uh, this is feeling like Eric Crane Millie Maker Week. Just play some new and Ridley and try to win all the money. All right. Um Let's move on. Yeah, I just this is interesting. Atlanta's interesting. They're one of those spots that Patrick Peterson makes a difference and makes Atlanta really interesting at home. Oakland at Cincinnati, 46 and a half total. Cincinnati favored by two and a half. Um, Oakland Raiders, man, they've looked somewhat decent over the last couple games. You know, I went back and watched, and then you know, they've looked pretty decent. What are we doing here? With Derek Carr against a team that allows the second most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks, what are we doing with Doug Martin and Richard, who a team that allows the most fantasy points per game to running backs? Um, what are we doing with Oakland? So this is probably the most awkward I'm, I've ever felt on the morning grind. Derek Carr is my favorite quarterback this week. Uh, going against Cincinnati – Gosh, Cincinnati's just been allowing every team in the country to run it up on them. Why stop now? Their defense, I, I don't expect their defense to suddenly show up against Oakland, although this is like, you know, I, I don't know how much uh, you guys are into magnetics, but this is, it feels like a repel, like two of the worst of the worst going against each other and nothing's going to attract. Uh, but anyway, sorry to go scientific there, but. I just think Derek Carr is my favorite, my, my favorite quarterback on the week. And it just sucks because I don't feel like he really has the weapons. But against this bad defense, I almost feel like he doesn't need the weapons. So uh, if I'm going to be playing Derek Carr, I, I think that means I'm going to have a ton of Jared Cook this week. Um, Jared Cook has just been running wild here lately with the depletion in the passing game. And, and I knew this was coming. You know, when all those receivers started dropping like flies – Jared Cook's been the one constant in this offense, and I think he's going to continue to be a constant this week. He's been over 100 yards in two straight weeks. Uh, let's see if we can make it three straight weeks. Uh, I think you can go back to old man Jordy Nelson this week. I think he's in play. Uh, I think Doug Martin's in play. Uh, obviously, I, I think his production will be a lot better this week. Uh, last week was really ugly, 16 carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he scored a touchdown in three straight weeks. Let's see if we can make it four straight weeks. This team is affordable, and they're going against one, they're going into uh, uh, Cincinnati against one of the worst defenses on the slate. I don't feel good about it, but I think these guys have to be uh, my favorite team here, even with the depletion of talent. Oh, man. Jordy Nelson, Jerry Cook, Derek Carr. 
little bit of Doug Martin. Like you said, don't feel good about it. <laughs> but this Man. is the spot. On, <laughs> paper, <laughs> on paper, it looks good. Um, <laughs> what are we doing with the Bengals? Like, you know, can we trust Driscoll enough? But, like, Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon are good, really good plays on this slate. Yes, they are. Uh, and, and that's the thing. It's so weird because isn't this just a – stack up the ugly-looking game on the slate and win all the money time. Like, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Carr, Cook, you know, run another high-powered running. I mean, this is the spot. Like, Joe Mixon put up 22 points last week, 10 the week before, 19 the week. Like, he hasn't really slowed down. They just haven't been winning. So, and his price has gone down. He's 6,100 this week because I don't think he's been getting the ownership. And uh I – I, I I think this is a spot I'm going to have four guys from this game in my main tur- in my main team. I I just I just think this is the spot. Vegas, you know, the, the line isn't high, but it, it's two bad teams going against each other and they're going to score. And um, that, that's just the approach I'm going to take. So as long as it doesn't get out of hand, I, I I think this is a spot where we can we can pull in some dollars. Do you take a Do you take a shot on Driscoll? Now I'm not playing Driscoll. Uh, I'm, I'm I guess not if you're playing, playing, if you're playing Carr, you can run it back with Boyd and Mixon and get your exposure that way. You don't have to play Driscoll. He's he is really cheap though. Yeah, he is fifty one hundred. I get it. Uh, you, you know what though, Stevie? Man, I, I like Derek Carr in this spot, but I, I almost feel like now that we're talking about it. I almost feel like I'd rather run another quarter. I mean, Derek Carr is 5,400. He is my favorite quarterback. But I almost feel like I'd rather run a, a quarterback with more safety and just take the secondary pieces. Like, just play Jared Cook, Mixon, and Boyd. And, uh, maybe I won't do that. Uh, maybe I won't do that. But but Carr is still my favorite quarterback. But I'm just I'm just thinking about guys that, that may have a little bit more upside. But, you know, on this slate, there, there aren't many. So I'm, I'm going to stick with Carr here. Favorite quarterback. Sorry about that, guys. We we can move on, Steve, if you're good. <laughs> you're fine, man. You're fine. Like, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Dallas at Indy taking on the Colts. 46 and a half total. Indy favored by two and a half in this game. Um, you know, Dallas, you know, five games in a row. They've won. They've looked really good with Amari Cooper. Um, what are we doing here with Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, man. So, gosh, man, I feel like I missed it on Dak. I was on Dak last week. Didn't play him enough. Didn't play Amari enough. I, I just dropped the ball there. And so, I actually really like Dak again this week. But this week, I like him for a different reason. So, last week, I liked him more because I felt like Philly's secondary was just awful, and and that he could kind of, you know, if he squeaked his way to two touchdowns through the air and ran in a touchdown or so. Obviously, I didn't expect them to throw for over 300 yards or 400, I think it was. I, I didn't expect that, but I did expect them to have a really good game. Obviously, he came through. This week, I like him because I think Dallas could be behind and he may have to throw a little bit more. So uh, I, I do like Dak again this week at 5,500. I think that's fair. Uh, obviously, but, but this team is a three-headed monster. Dak, Zeke, Amari. And uh, I, I don't want to play Michael Gallup, even though he's got some, some deep threat ability. I just don't think you need him. 
Um, and so that that's kind of where I'm at. Dak, Zeke, Amari. That, that's those are the guys on this team that you need to play. You summed it up. You, you know, there's no reason to play anybody like I, I don't know if I'll end up playing Dak because I know I can get the production through Cooper and Elliott. Like th- those are the two guys for me. Elliott, Cooper, um, fantastic plays. I think they're, you know, really solid plays here. Um Colts side of things, they're back at home. They kind of need to win this game. Um, you know, they're fighting with the Titans and the Dolphins and the other, you know, teams here. But what do we like here for the Colts? Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Eric Ebron. Uh, I mean, listen, he's got a lot of weapons, though. I mean, Mo Alley-Cox could catch a touchdown. Pascal could catch a touchdown. But the bottom line is Ebron and Hilton are going to get most of the targets. So uh, I don't think I need the fringe guys. I think if I'm playing this team, same scenario. Uh, Marlon Mack is down to 4500 now. Um, that is fairly cheap. Uh, you know, he got 14 carries for 33 yards last week, but he's not getting a whole lot of work in the passing game. And so, but he is cheap, 4,500. He's got the upside, but uh, I think I'd just rather stick with Luck, Hilton, Ebron. Yeah, I don't, I, I definitely think this is an interesting spot to buy low on Luck. Um, you know, I don't expect him to be too popular here. You know, he's had, he, he had that bad game against Jacksonville, and he came back against Houston last week. And if he could throw for three ninety nine against Houston, I think he'll be able to put up points here against the Cowboys. T.Y. Hilton at home on turf. I always like T.Y. Hilton at home on turf. And then, you know, Ebron is going to be a guy that's going to be heavily targeted. Dallas has struggled against tight ends this season. So you pretty much nailed it. I have no interest really in Mac or Hines or any of those guys. You know, it's really Hilton and Ebron and maybe sprinkle in some Andrew Luck here because – uh, he has a, he has you know such a, a really high floor. Yeah. Dolphins and Vikings, forty four and a half total. Minnesota favored by six and a half. Let's go Miami. Um, I, I I really 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 am a huge Dolphins fan. I have been um, through the thick and thin of all of our terrible seasons, but this is a spot that I really 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 like. Kenny Stills. Okay. Devontae Parker should get shadowed by Xavier Rhodes. I I just think it's a really, really interesting spot for Kenny Stills. Uh, and I don't know how much I'll end up like. I, I say I really like him. I don't think I'll really have any wide receiver, you know, pushing over 30% on my player pool this week. I just – I like guys. I don't love really anybody, but – you know, Stills, nine targets against New England last week, six targets against Buffalo uh, in the two games that, he, you know, he's been playing with Tannehill. He's caught in touchdown, caught touchdowns in both games. He caught two touchdowns in week one, caught a touchdown in week three. Like, Tannehill really likes Kenny Stills. Um, so I, I really like the spot for Kenny Stills. Yeah. Um, I, I can get down with the get down on that one. Uh, he's he's 4,300, still very affordable. I mean, like you said, he's he's going to get the targets, so I, I I can agree with that. And I mean, it should be something similar to last week because they should be behind in this game at some point, um, if not a if not a fair portion of the game. So uh, I'm with you 100. percent I think if I think if I'm going to play Stills, I think I'm also going to play Kenyon Drake if they're going to be behind. I think they'll need him a little bit more in the passing game, and um, I think he can get the job done as well. 
I would love to play Drake if, if Frank Gore wasn't around. Like Drake doesn't have over ten targets, but in four games this season, it, or not targets, rushing like a t- like carries. It's just man, they they really 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 like um, Frank Gore, and it's uh, like his, his week last week would have been awful without the last play of the game for Drake. It's just it's so hard to play him, and I don't know. I don't know if I I, I want to root for Miami here. I, I really do, but it's a tough game. <laughs> It's a tough spot. Um, what do we like here for the Vikings? Um, I think I still I think you still play Adam Thielen. I think you still play Stephon Diggs. Uh, Dalvin Cook is starting to get a little bit more work, and he's starting to look like the guy they drafted. Uh, you know, I watched that Monday night game. I know it was low scoring, but he, he did look good in, in limited touches. I mean, every time he touched the ball – you just knew something something good was going to happen. So in this spot, uh, I think you have to consider, and we've been taking running backs against Miami all year, uh, no need to stop now. So Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Diggs. Um, I, I, think Kurt, I think Cousins is okay. I, I don't like Kirk Cousins in real life. But uh, I think after all these bad games, he's going to be uh, back at home here. And I think he could really hang a number on Miami. So, so don't mind Kirk. Uh, he's probably definitely going to make my quarterback pool this week. Yeah, I don't mind Cousins. I really love this spot for Thielen. It's a great matchup in the slot. You mentioned Dalvin Cook. Love running backs against Miami. They allow a chunk of yards. They allow a lot of rushing touchdowns. So I uh, like Dalvin Cook a lot. The only thing that worries me about Dalvin Cook is they were giving Latavius Murray a lot of the uh, goal line looks. So um, hopefully that doesn't become a thing. Washington Redskins, Jacksonville Jaguars, 36 and a half total. This is a game where we make up some time. Um, Washington Redskins here, they're going to start Josh Johnson. <laughs> um, move the ball. Like, they couldn't move the ball at all. He came in the game and moved the ball. But I, I really think he moved the ball more because uh, the Giants pulled some guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we just got Josh Johnson in off the street. Just <laughs> – in there throwing the football around, 25 DK points. I'm not getting fooled by that one bit. Uh, I will be playing the Jaguars defense. I just can't touch this offense. That's it. The only thing that concerns me a little bit about the Jags defense is they don't have anything to play for. Like, that is the only thing that worries me here. Like, is this at a point where they're just going to be like, all right, we're, we're officially eliminated. Like, what, what are we even doing here? Well, they, they better play for some pride. They're at home. The fans are paying their money to come they see them. They don't care. Listen, <laughs> Jacksonville fans – now, there are some real Jacksonville fans. Uh, I will give Derek Notorious um, – he's a real Jacksonville fan. Dan Bach, a real Jacksonville fan. But all these bandwagon fans, they're not going to this game. They're, they don't have anything to root for anymore. They're not going to this. That place is going to be empty. I can drive to Jacksonville and get tickets for 20 bucks for this game. Well, I might meet you in Jacksonville on Sunday then. Yeah, this uh, game. Is, I'm not going to watch this game. I'm just kidding. Like, uh, you know, this game's awful. Um, like, I can't play anything in this game. Uh, maybe Fournette. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, we're talking about it now, but. This is the game Fournette comes out and trolls everybody. I mean, listen, honestly, since he's come back, Fournette hasn't had a game under 20 fantasy points. Last week against Tennessee was the first week. 
And we just saw what Saquon Barkley was able to do to Washington last week. Different type of talent, different type of running back. But Fournette's going to be out there running angry. It's going to get 20 touches plus. Um, so Fournette, Jags, D, love those guys. Uh, I mean, I, I want to play those those two guys, and that's probably what I'll end up playing. But I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about anything on Washington. I just, you know, Josh Johnson is 4,300. If you want to take a flyer, I'm not going to talk you off of it. Like, he realistically only needs a touchdown and 150 yards at that price. So I just don't even know if he'll get there. But you know he offers a little. He runs the ball too, right? Like, isn't he? A, he's a. I think he had seven rushes for forty yards or forty, something like that. Something. So like that. he gives you a little, like maybe a little bit more upside. He had forty-five yards rushing and a touchdown, like okay. a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on. Two four o'clock games. Like only two four o'clock games this week. So very interesting. Good. We'll be we getting um, paid early. We are. Um, Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, 44 total. Seattle favored by four. Um, really like Russ Wilson this week. He's one of those quarterbacks that I have written down on my list. Um, and, like, I've been playing Russ Wilson and Tyler Lockett all year. I'm not going to stop now. Yep, and just like you've been playing them, I've been playing Chris Carson. Uh, this is Chris Carson week for me. I've been off of him, off of him, off of him. And this just feels like 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like, I just – man, it feels like that kind of week for me for Chris Carson. So, uh, I, I'm going to have heavy exposure to him. Really like him in this spot. I know he's splitting carries, but he's still the main back. Um, I think they're going to be in control of this game, most of the game. Just, man, I, I really like Chris Carson here. Don't mind Wilson. Don't mind Lockett. But my favorite play on this team is Chris Carson this week, hands down. Um, I'm definitely going to be getting some exposure to him. Yeah, I definitely don't mind Chris Carson. I don't love a lot of running backs this week, so he makes a lot of sense. But I like Lockett. I like Wilson. I think they um, they, they they need to kind of win. They, you know, they have a little bit of a cushion in the wild card, but you know, a win never stinks. Um, they're not catching the Rams for the NFC West, but they are leading the wild card. So, um. As far as 49ers go, we talked about it last week when it came to San Francisco. Um, Kyle Shanahan came out before last week's game, and they said, like, he said that he wants to evaluate talent before, you know, using the rest of the season to evaluate talent. Like, anytime I hear that kind of stuff, like, super interested in the players. I wish I would have played more Kittle last week. Uh, he went bonkers. It sounds like Matt Breida could play here. Um, you know, he's still kind of questionable with an ankle. If he sits, I'll go right back to the well on Jeff Wilson. Wilson ran the ball well, you know, not anything amazing, but he got 23 carries for 90 yards. He's right there at 100 yards. Um, and, and, like, he didn't get any pass catching, like, work. And I think that would change here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't mind Wilson. Uh, God, man, you know what, Stevie, I, I hate this. I, so I, I kind of missed the boat twice last week. So George Kittle is a guy that I typically just keep in my script every week. Every because, week. Yeah, every week. Last week, for some reason, I, I don't I, I didn't have him. And I, I I think I loaded up a little bit too much in other spots. But you know, guys like him and and, and the tight ends that just get 10, 12 targets, you just have to have them every week, no matter what. Uh so I missed the boat there. I, I'm not expecting him to come out. And, uh, you know, get 200 yards. But I, I think you just have to play him. 
Uh, Dante Pettis, Jesus, he just keeps catching touchdowns. I um, said it last week. Yes. All we needed was Pierre Garçon to be out. I I said, don't get scared if Goodwin comes back. Uh, no. Wish he would have done more, though. Like, he – wide receivers kind of sucked last week, so he, he certainly wasn't, like, a bust by any means. But, like, a couple more catches and he would have been right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has seven targets though, and he's he's had a sustained seven targets three weeks in a row. So you know, if he turns those seven targets into five catches for sixty yards and a touchdown, I don't I don't think we're going to be complaining uh, at his price point. So um, you know, just kind of look at him again. Uh, I mean, Nick Mullins at forty eight hundred. I think I'd play him over uh, over uh, Josh Johnson. Uh, just because I feel like he's, you know, got a little bit better handle on the offense, you know, camaraderie with with, with the team. So, you know, may, maybe you look at him if you're trying to go really cheap at quarterback. Um, but I don't think I'm going to go there. But but I do understand that his price point is at a, at a place where you can play him. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing about Pettis that's really interesting, over the last three games he's been the sixth highest scoring wide receiver. Um, so – you know, that just kind of yep. tells you. All right, Patriots, Steelers, 51 and a half total. New England favored by two. Both teams need to win this game. This is a good football game. We've been waiting for a good football game. I was really excited they didn't flex this game. Um, best football game on the slate. Uh, let, let's just be honest. Uh, it stinks that it's the last game, but best football game on the slate. Now, does that mean it's going to produce some fantasy value? Both these teams need to win. Like, you know, New England losing last week to Miami was kind of a, a, a bad thing for them. Uh, obviously, I still think they make the playoffs without any issues, but you, know, you still want to win your division. Um, and then the Steelers, like, they just keep losing. They've lost three straight games. So both teams need to win this game. Let's start with the Patriots. They're going into Pittsburgh. Um, this is a really, really, really good Gronk spot. I, I – I hate that. I hate that, but it is such a good Gronk spot. Yeah, it is. But what what if I told you my favorite play in this game is Sony Michelle? I wouldn't hate that. I just, I I just, I, I'm so done with the running backs. I know it's, I know it's crazy, but here's the deal: we think there's a running back experiment. When is the last time we've seen a running back from the Patriots get a consistent 20 carries a game? Hardly ever. And, I mean, if you look at Michelle's track history, when he's been healthy, he's been getting the carries. And in this game, I, I just think they're going to need him to win. I, I think I think he's going to get goal line touches. I, I, I think Sony Michelle is my favorite, my favorite play in this game. I know that sounds crazy, but – uh, Tom, I know Tom's going to be throwing the ball. Edelman's going to get targets and catches like Josh Gordon. Listen, these guys are going to catch the ball. But I, I think Michelle is the forgotten son in this. We've seen upside games from him where Brady has, you know, 290 yards passing and one touchdown because Michelle has rushed for 102 touchdowns. I, I think this is the spot for Michelle. Uh, really like him here. Uh, I'm definitely going to have some Michelle, you know, going into my lineups with the amount of work he's getting. He's not going to get targets, and I, I get that. But at 5,400, I don't need that. I'm just looking for the yards and the touchdowns. And this, and in this game, in this environment, I think he's going to get it. 
Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't mind Edelman. I don't mind Josh Gordon, but really, like my favorite play from this game is Gronk. I yeah. love Gronk here. I hate the fact that I love him, but Pittsburgh has really struggled with tight ends this season. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I hate it, but I like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as the Steelers go, um, obviously it's going to depend on injury news here, whether Connor plays or not. It doesn't sound like he's trending in the right direction. He still didn't practice Wednesday. Um, they really need him to play, but if he doesn't play, Samuels is somebody I'm looking at. He's 5,200. I don't think he got enough of a price increase. Um, Juju, Antonio Brown, you know, top options here. I think Ben at home is a really interesting quarterback play in a, in a game they need to win. Yeah, I mean, I guess here's the question. Who, who is uh, Belichick going to try to take away in this game? Uh, you know, we're, we're assuming it's Antonio Brown, but the way Juju's been playing, I think it could be Juju here. Although I'm, they're probably just going to move Juju around, but there, well, there is no way Belichick does not shadow Brown with Gilmore here. There's no way that Gilmore does not shadow Brown here. No way. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Would it surprise you if he didn't? No, it would, it would definitely. It would. I would be absolutely shocked. Like I, I'm not even being sarcastic. I would. Be, yeah. Absolutely shocked if Gilmore is not on Brown. Love Juju. Respect Juju's talent. But if Belichick, one of the best coaches, and the only reason that he wouldn't shadow Brown with Gilmore is he's going to double Brown the whole game and put Juju on or Gilmore on Juju, which he could do. But I, I think Gilmore shadows Brown here. I got, I got to watch some film on this. Like, uh, and I, I wanted to get some in early because I, I think – Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm thinking they're gonna do. Now I, I could be wrong. I don't think they're gonna shadow Brown. I think they're gonna bracket him across the top on on every route. Like that's what I'm thinking, because I, I think they're gonna. I think Brown may move around a little bit, just just like uh, Juju. I think they're gonna try to bracket him, and I I think Vance McDonald has a really big game here. Uh, All right. I couldn't agree more on the Vance McDonald call, by the way, for what it's worth. I, I, I think McDonald's in for a big game. Now, look, I, I still think Brown and Juju are going to get their targets. They're going to get their work. Like, they, I, I don't think they're going to stop these guys. Obviously, both of these guys are one big play away. But I think they're going to try to do everything in their power to limit the production. And, and, and here's why I say that. With Ben being hobbled just a little bit, I, I know it's a rib injury. Like, I get that. But he, he's still hurt. He's going to be out there trying to play and trying to run around. I, I think they're going to bracket these guys. And so Jalen Samuels and Vance McDonald are actually my two favorite plays from this side. I, I like Juju. I like Antonio. I'll have exposure to both of those guys, like, period. But as far as my favorite plays, it's weird that I like the off-the-board plays in this game, but that's just in my head. I've kind of been trying to work through it. Like I said, I'm going to watch the film, but – I think Samuels and McDonald are the two for you know kind of guys outside of the box that they aren't going to scheme up for, and and so that's why I like them so much. Yeah, man, I just just looking at this, like looking at who who Gilmore has shadowed this season. Like he shadowed Diggs, he shadowed Devontae Adams. Like realistically, the the best comp we have, right? The best comp we have is probably Diggs and Thielen to Juju and Brown, and he, right, yeah, like so. 
I don't know. Um, I hate getting caught up in individual matchups because obviously it changed. But when it comes to shadow coverage with a corner that is as good as Stefan Gilmore, it becomes the thing you have to pay attention to. Like the guy is legit. Um, so, you know, I think he's only allowed one touchdown this season in coverage or two. Um, so he's just, he's really good. Brown's really good too. Brown, if he gets one-on-one coverage, Brown could still have a big game. So, um, a lot to like in that game. Let's talk Sunday night football. Our sponsor fantasy draft has this game on the slate. We can play it. Eagles Rams 52 total. Um, Rams expected for a bounce back here. They're favored by 10 and a half after having struggled last week. Uh, Ingle Eagles need to win this game, man. They're still in it. Somehow the Philadelphia Eagles after a very disappointing season are still in the playoff hunt. They still have a chance to defend their crown, their championship. Uh, what do we like here with the Philadelphia Eagles? Oh, man, this is this is a weird spot uh, for me with the Eagles because Nick Foles is back in at quarterback. And I, I know Nick true. Foles won a Super Bowl. Like, I, I get it. I, I get it. But this is still a midseason quarterback team. I, I know he's got some rapport with Jeffrey and Aguilar. But Golden Tate's there now. Jordan Matthews is back. Josh Adams is the running back. Like, there's been a lot of moving parts on this team this year, and that 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 scares me a little bit. So I, I think I'm actually more willing to take a shot on guys like Jeffrey and Ertz because they've been with him, uh, and, and maybe Aguilar. I don't I don't think I like Tate and Matthews as much in this spot. Um, so that that's that's kind of where I'm at. Although Matt, was Matthews there? Not, I don't think he was, but, but yeah. So, and we see now, you know, with this Philly running back situation, why I don't like to trust him. Mr. Adams only got seven carries last week, and he could end up with seven again. So, uh, I think it's just, I think it's just the receivers. I don't even know if I want to play Foles. I think I'd just rather get my exposure through Jeffrey Aguilar and Ertz. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting spot for Ertz. Um, you know, we've talked about a few tight ends. I don't mind running two tight ends this week. I think there's some really good tight end plays this week. Um, I will say Corey Clement went on the IR. He's out. That kind of helps the backfield a little bit. There's not four guys. There's only three. Um, but if I'm playing anybody at backfield, it's probably Sproles for what it's worth. I think the Rams get up in this game. I think Sproles gets some catches in the backfield. I, I think Fol- I really think Foles targets Ertz a lot in this game. We, we saw... They kind of struggled in week one against Atlanta. They didn't do anything in that game. But in week two, they faced Tampa. And, you know, obviously anybody could beat Tampa. Foles threw for 334 and a touchdown in that game. But Ertz had 11 for 94 in that game. Um, You know, we think back, he used Ertz a lot when he played. So I I think that if you're playing anybody from the Eagles, it's Ertz. You could take some sprinkle shots on Jeffrey and Sproles. As far as the Rams go, on fantasy draft, you could play Todd Gurley. Um, And I think that is certainly something – that I'm going to consider because we don't have a lot of high-end running backs on this slate. Uh, what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Rams? Yeah, man. Honestly, I think on fantasy draft, I think you play Gurley and Saquon, and you just let let the chips fall. I think there's enough value out there still, uh, like we talked about with guys like Jay Jones, like Samuel, uh, like uh, like Sony Michelle. I, I just think there's still enough value out there to uh, to get the job done. So I think if I'm on fantasy draft, I think I'm trying to get both of those guys in. Um, you know, there's quarterback value. There's so much value everywhere. 
And then, you know, you look at their receivers. Josh Reynolds is still affordable. I mean, this this Eagles secondary, I mean, like I said, the reason I like uh, uh, Dak Prescott so much last week is because the Eagles secondary has been awful. So, I mean, I like golf. I like Woods. I think Brandon Cooks has a big game. These guys are at home. I'm, I'm expecting them to come out and just put up massive points this week after, you know, they kind of got shut down last week. So I think this is going to be a big game for this team. Golf, Gurley, Woods, Cooks, uh, sign me up, like all four. Yeah, I think Cooks has massive upside here. Woods still runs about 50% of his routes in the slot, and their slot corner is really bad. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense. Cooks makes a lot of sense. Um, I agree with you. I'm playing Gurley. I'm going to try to do everything I can to play Gurley and Barkley on Fantasy Draft just because I, I want the high floor, um, and these guys definitely give me the floor. But um, Cooks and Woods, I really like the spot for Cooks. I think he has Amari Cooper upside in this game. So, Oh, yeah. Um, Monday Night Football, really good game. I know you're excited about this one. Um, Saints and Panthers, 51 total. You know, New Orleans favored by six. Panthers at home in a must win. I don't care what the standings say. They have now lost five straight games. They have not looked good. They're five and one at home. They need to win this football game. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm not a Panthers fan, but if I'm a Panthers fan and they, you lose this game, I'm worried about my team making the playoffs. Yeah, well, I'm worried about them already, but I do think they win this game this week. Um, division game, number one. Teams know each other. We're, we're at home Monday night. And the Saints of this is this, this is the Saints' third road game in a row. I, I think I think we come out and win this game. I don't care if it's by a field goal. I, I think the Panthers get it done here. I do think the game is going to be high scoring, though. Uh, the Saints are going to force us to have to move the ball. I think, and uh, you know, so I, I I really like Cam here, but but I also like the Saints. Um, I, I think the Saints are going to put up points. Breeze, Kamara, the, the usual suspects. I don't see anybody out of the ordinary that, that we should be telling you to play unless you're deep diving with Tommy Lee Lewis, and I, I don't think you need to do that. So um, Breeze, Kamara, Ingram, Thomas, Traquan, and uh, I think I'll just kind of keep it there. Um, On the other side here, you know, Carolina, we're very familiar with Carolina. It's, you know, Captain Christian McCaffrey, no doubt about it. Um, like Cam. DJ Moore has upside. Um, the guy that I really like here is Curtis Samuel. He should run, you know, a good amount of his routes in the slot and, you know, slot, slot, slot receivers against New Orleans. Will PJ Williams, my buddy. Um, uh, you know, this is a spot. He's coming off of eight targets against Cleveland. He had 11 targets against Tampa the week before that. Um, he's run 34, 33, and 26 routes over the last three games uh, since you know, taking about 85% of the snaps after not playing more than 50% all season. So like Curtis Samuel, like DJ Moore, um, love McCaffrey, and like Camelot. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Uh, those are just the guys you have to look at. Uh, I mean, if you're playing showdown, maybe you sprinkle in Ian Thomas and hope that he catches the touchdown, but, but that's about it. All right, Will, final thoughts. Let's put this one in the books. What do we got here? Uh, main slate, man. Do your homework this week. I mean, we've tried to give you give you the Nuggets. My, my favorite quarterback, as far as matchups is concerned, is Derek Carr. But I also really like Matt Ryan. Really like Lamar Jackson. 
and, and I really like uh, Josh Allen and Dak. Like, um, th- those are kind of going to be the guys that I look at. I'm for sure going to sprinkle in Kirk Cousins as well. I'm just kind of giving that out because I know sometimes guys ask about my quarterback pool. Um, I think I gave you six, um, and I think those are going to be kind of the six that I-, I roll with this week just because this week is it feels kind of weird to me. So th- those are guys I'm looking at. All right. I, I really think that the Packers have a chance to make the playoffs. And I think that not only did they beat the Chicago Bears in week one, they're going to beat them this week. It's going to be an upset in Chicago. And then they're going to beat the Jets next week. And then they're going to beat the Lions in week 17. And out of nowhere, Mike McCarthy, bye-bye. And the Packers are going to make the playoffs. That's my hot take. I think the Packers beat the Bears this week. I am actually going to probably load up on Aaron Rodgers. I didn't realize Aaron Rodgers was as cheap as he is, too. Um, you know, We talked about a lot of these cheap quarterbacks. We're getting the best quarterback in the NFL, arguably, um, at a very, very, very heavy discount. Like he is two, four, six, eight, quarterback twelve this week. Aaron Rodgers should never be quarterback. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I get it. Well, I'm doing. I'm I, might, I, 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 I like it so much, and I'm, I'm crazy enough that I might play Aaron Rodgers in cash. On that note, we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome week 15. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Only a few weeks left of football. I always appreciate Will um, joining me here. We'll be back tomorrow talking some basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.